1: The Ironbrew podcast is sponsored by Henley Granite and Marble. Henley Granite and Marble offer very competitive pricing on a huge range of worktops. We pride ourselves on our fantastic customer service and three working day lead time from template to installation on standard kitchen worktops. For more information, visit henleygraniteandmarble.co.uk, quote Ironbrew for 10% off your quotation. Small enough to care, big enough to cope.
2: Welcome back to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard, Matt Ellis. Slightly later than we normally do, but we've noticed a few people are still catching up on our most recent episodes, so if you haven't done that, please do have a look at them. But we are here to discuss everything that's gone on at Scontorpe United in the last uh, week or so, and there's actually been a fair amount. And let's start with the news that we've made our, I think, is it 10th, I think, now signing of the season. And it's uh, Jake Taylor, a centre midfielder, on loan from Nottingham Forest, although he spent a majority of last season on loan at Port Vale, uh, scoring seven goals in total, five in eight in the league for them last season and I think there was quite a lot of buzz around him were not there when he signed and obviously we got a bit of a look at him at the weekend and I think first half certainly he looks a bit of a decent player
1: yeah, it's quite a nice one actually I think because if if you look at the reaction from a lot of the Port Vale fans, they were sort of hoping he was going to come back <coughs> uh, and then obviously he didn't and I think quite a few um, League One teams were looking at him so it's I think we've, we've done quite well to bring him in to be honest, I'm not sure how we managed it um, but he looks he looks quite good on the ball doesn't he and I think it, it's sort of something we, 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 we don't really have in midfield at the minute, <clears throat> I don't think either Vincent or Spence kind of fill that role of a sort of more of a central attacking midfielder who's who's going to kind of score goals and as you said there Brad he scored seven last season didn't he so hopefully he'll fit that bill and he he looked pretty decent I think it's it's a good signing
0: Yeah I think he looked good didn't he I think uh, he looked quite intelligent good on the ball and tried to kind of pass it and and kind of get it get it going really, some forward passes as well, which um, you know makes a change from what we 've been seeing for the, for the uh, start of the season, but um yeah, I think obviously what the Port Bale fans were saying is is really promising, he obviously knows where the goal is as well. I think we we do miss that don 't we because i don 't think Vincent scored um, a goal yet um in sort of professional football, and obviously spence i can 't see him scoring many either, so uh, we do miss that we do miss someone arriving late in the box and um, getting on the end of crosses and just actually just more bodies in the box. I think we 've been missing that in the in the first couple of games, um, and he should fill that role really well. I think yeah, you only have to look at some of the clubs that were that were linked with him uh, I think Salford and and obviously Lincoln as well from League one so um, yeah, he's obviously got a lot of potential. I think Cox was obviously really happy to get that one over the line. I don't think he expected to get him, actually, um, if you if you listen to the interview. Um, and I thought he was probably our brightest spark at, at Tramir at the weekend, really.
2: Do you think it is reactionary then, if that is the right word to use? You know, we're, we're three or four games into the season so far and everything you just said there about Spence and Vincent, who are obviously themselves new signings to the club. Do you think uh, Taylor is somebody we were looking at previously and were hoping to get in but just not done the business yet? Or do you think Cox and whoever else who is you know bringing these players in have looked at what we've done in the first couple of games and said, right, this is what we need, you know, and let, let's try and get this player in?
1: Well, if, if that is the case, then they need about three or four more players on the current form, <laughs> don't they? To be quite honest, um, it's difficult to say. Um, but I mean, as we said, he he, he fulfills a role that they, we didn't previously have at the club, um, and and he is a role we're going to need because we're going to need somebody who can create and score from central midfield in addition to what we've already got, and especially as at the minute you know Kev's out injured, isn't he? And Lisa's not really getting looking. So um, I think it, it could be either, to be quite honest
2: let's move forward then cast your mind back to last tuesday and of course we had the efl trophy game against the manchester city under 21s now we're not going to spend too long on this but it is worth a mention i think because uh certainly cox's post-match reaction and i'll read out a quote from that in a minute um of course we lost 4-0 to them which is it's not great is it let's be honest regardless of what you think of that competition um but i think as we said on the last episode if i remember rightly it was a bit of an opportunity wasn't it to see some other players and actually it In many ways, it was a... a A big game for some of those players to make a statement and you know Neil Cox has said in previous weeks that you know everybody's saying McAtee should be playing but he's not really seen him so this is the first time he's sort of had a look at him uh, in a match context as you just said there you know Issa's not really getting a look in so an option for him of course Ryan Colclough has been named captain and we can go into that situation a little bit as well here I think if if we want to uh, carefully of course but yeah it's I mean let's just go with the scoreline to start with you know losing 4-0 to them what are you making
0: of that? Yeah it was poor wasn't it and I think regardless of kind of our opinions about the trophy um, it was a big opportunity for certain players to impress and I don't think anyone did. Um, you look at, at that squad and you still well the team that we put out and you're still thinking that they should be able to create chances against a very young Manchester City side um, you know albeit they've, they've got some really good players in there and um, some of the best youngsters in the world I would say but um, you would still expect some of the players that we had on, on show to do a lot better, um, especially, you know, they've been going in. Cox has kind of alluded to the fact that they've been going in asking for game time and, and obviously they've got game time and I think they've, they've let him down really. And I think um, they've let themselves down because it was just such a, an awful performance. Um, and yeah, you know, take nothing away from, from City's kids, I thought they, they played really well. And from their point of view, um, some, some nicely worked goals, um, from our point of view, I think it, it was just it was so poor, and actually, it could have been a lot more. I think um, we got we got lucky a couple of times, um, and it was it was just an awful display from from start to finish. And then, yeah, you know, some of those players just really kind of, um, I think I think especially you look at maybe McAtee, who um, a lot of fans are asking for him to start, and you can see why because I think he he did play well towards the back end of last season and chip him with a few goals but when he's given that opportunity regardless of whether he's fit or not I think he's, he's got to do a little bit better than that and um, and it wasn't just him you know right across the board and I think it was maybe a wake-up call for some of them that, that they're not quite as good as as I think they are and um, it, it maybe came at the right time actually maybe maybe a bit of a wake-up call.
2: Well um, let me quote some of what Neil Cox said after the game uh, there's a bit here he says there was no team no effort no togetherness and then this is a, a paragraph which I've taken out because I think this is particularly interesting he says I've learned some of the boys' character it's going to be a long hard season for them if they don't want to work 100% for their man next to them and not show a spirit for their teammates that was it tonight you know so he's yeah as you were saying there mate I think this is not in terms of performance but in terms of character and attitude isn't it that's what I think's annoyed Cox more than anything really
1: he was Absolutely spitting feathers in that post-match interview. He was absolutely furious, and and who can blame him really? What I caught of the game, we were we were shite. We were just ripped to shreds. And I know there there's a good pedigree of opposition there, but at the end of the day, it's still an under-23 team, and we got absolutely destroyed at home by a bunch of kids. It's more than that. It's an under-21 team. Exactly, a bunch of kids, you know. Yeah. Uh, absolutely shocking, really. And um, <laughs> I think it will be disappointing because, as you said, a lot of these players will have been asking and they'll they'll be needing game time, and they've got it. And then that's how the reward the manager would be picked with a, a display like that. And he, he was quite right to be absolutely furious, and I should think he probably ripped a few heads off in the dressing room after the game, and and right, rightly so. And, and I'm, I'm pleased he's annoyed because. You know, as fans, we should be annoyed at a display like that. So I'm, I'm glad that the manager is annoyed and he's, he's happy enough to show that publicly. And, and we've not always seen that from our managers, even though we've been abject. We can see it. The manager might have, uh, for example, Andy Dorsal would have come out and say, oh, no, I was playing the performance, even though we can see that we were, you know, objectively shite. But Cox has come out and he said, he's put his card down, he said, that was shite. You know, it wasn't good enough, and he's told the players it wasn't good enough, and I'm glad that he's done that. So he's he's definitely aware of the problem, which has been, you know, an issue that we've had with with recent managers. So I'm I'm actually quite pleased the way that the manager has reacted, and obviously annoyed that the performance was a disgrace. I think
0: you've just got to kind of compare the team that started against the team that started against them last year. And I know their team's obviously changed as well, and and they have freshened it up and, and got some new youngsters in. Uh, but we beat them easily didn't we last season i think it was it 3-0 3-1 something like that
2: yeah 3-1 you know,
0: obviously uh, we had lund in the midfield there and i think it was crying out for someone like that just with a bit of experience to just get a boot in and you know the young lads and i think if you if you get stuck in it you know early in the game it might it might put some of them off but yeah i think the way they were ripping through us i mean it it was embarrassing to watch at times and i think you know we've got to remember we had a, a relatively young side out as well but I just, I just thought that some of them could have done a lot better, um, and you know, on the back of that performance, I know obviously the Tranmere game at the weekend. People were when they saw the lineup, they were saying, you know, where, where's Issa, where's Mcatee? But on on that display, I mean, you, you just can't reward um, that performance with a with a starting lineup spot in the in the next game for me. So I think Cox was right there, especially with you know a couple of the Mcatee one, and, and obviously Cole Clough, uh, who, who um, wasn't seen again after that.
2: Yeah, well, let's go on to Cogclough ever so slightly here, actually. Um, let's do it from a playing perspective, first of all. And he's another one alongside and East that, you know, he's a name banded about a lot. And, you know, we do it on here, don't we? Um, it, he was obviously made captain, wasn't he? This is obviously before events were known as, and as we can come on to. But it was a chance for him, wasn't it? And again, not really taken.
0: No, I mean he was he was lively for the first sort of fifteen twenty minutes, and then his head went, I think, and, and just gave up like the rest of them. So I don't think you can kind of um, single him out too much for for the performance. Uh, he was he was no better or no worse than anyone else on Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, it was it was an opportunity. He was obviously given the captain's armband, um, but sometimes you look at that and you think you know that this is kind of last chance saloon. I think he's, Cox has obviously given him the chance to lead the team out and. Unfortunately, you know, to, to drop out the squad on the back of that maybe gives you an idea of of um, Cox's plans for him this season or obviously before um, what's happened in the week. Um, so, to be honest, I think, regardless of that, he was probably going to be one of those that were, were going to be struggling to make the squad. And it's a shame because, you know, he is a talented player, um, but Cox. Isn't the first manager to not fancy him? Obviously, Hurst last season. We obviously know what happened there. Um, he wasn't keen, and maybe Hurst. You know, we could probably say he was. He was a good judge of character on that one. And um, he's, as I say, he's not the first manager to to kind of um, not fancy him. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, the news in the week that was came out of the blue, really. And I think that obviously came out of the blue um, for the club. They obviously weren't aware from from what they've, what they've said. Um, without going into it too much, I mean, I mean it's uh, it's disappointing, um, and again, you know, it's it's not the first time he's been involved in in things like this. I think obviously before he was at the club, and when he was at Crew, um, there was there was incidents there as well. So it just seems that maybe trouble follows him around a little bit, and regardless of, of whether he's done this or not, obviously we, we don't know. It's it's only uh, allegations at the moment, but. Um, if he is found guilty of it because of his previous uh, crew, uh, you you know, he might be looking at jail time and that's, that's just something at his age, he he just, he just cannot afford. And I think he just needs to um, maybe get, get a bit of help with this now because um, you know, it's, it's not the first time and I just, I wish him well, Do you know what I mean? Because I think he's obviously got issues off the field and the the sooner he sorts those out, the better for him. I think he's, he's still only young and I think, um, 25. He's got, you know, quite a lot of his career ahead of him, and I think if he carries on like this, unfortunately, um, that that career is going to be ended prematurely.
1: We have to be careful what we say, don't we? Because it's it's an ongoing process. Um, but I, I personally can't see him playing for the club again after that. I think it's it's difficult to come back from it, and it's and if if he is indeed found guilty, um, it's difficult for the club to do anything but relieve him of his contract. Having said that. Um, I don't know. I don't know when the trial date is. Does anybody know? No, I'm not sure. Um, and I'm sure his contract's up in the summer, isn't it? So, you know, I think the club probably just has to sit on it and wait. Unfortunately, we'll be paying him. You know, it is his full wage when when yeah. It's, it's, I suppose it is a difficult situation for the club, but I mean, it it, it does however baffled many that they've only just found out about this <laughs> it happened like six months ago i mean well, yeah yeah there's, i mean it's not great is
2: it <clears throat> no i mean there's not really much more you can say really at the minute is there not until we get anything some, you know something a bit more concrete I think so I think that's probably just a, a story that we'll keep an eye on as it unfolds in the next couple of weeks and you know months but let's let's move forward then shall we back to the back to the football and um, back to being disappointed on that front I think so on the Saturday against Tranmere uh, again sort of the game of two arms really isn't it as we've mentioned there we had but you know we've talked about the lineup uh, in a roundabout way already with players like Mcatee and Issa not being in the not being in the starting side at least. Um, Taylor of course uh, was signed and then goes straight into that lineup and let's let's start with him actually because I thought first half actually second half as well but I think there was a tactical change which we'll come into a little bit which hindered him but I thought his performance on the whole throughout the game was actually pretty good and I think he is a pretty exciting player.
0: Yeah definitely I think sort of the opening I don't know 20-25 minutes we were quite bright lively and Passing the ball really well, and I, th- I think that's probably the best start to a game we've made this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's all right keeping the ball and, and passing it sideways in midfield, like we've been saying for the last couple of weeks. But there were just no real forward passes, you know, with, with any conviction really. And unfortunately, and another poor side in, in Tranmere have, um, have got the win, and I think it's that game was definitely there for the taking. But you look at sort of what we did in the first half, and again you just you just can't see a scoring from open play and it's it's starting to become a, a real big problem, I think
2: yeah, it is I think, and it as you've just said there it's it's the same thing pretty much every week, and even though we've only had three or four games you know in in possession we, we are keeping the ball you know we're just as you said there that we're just not doing anything really with it, and you know I think that 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 stems to you know I, as i've mentioned on the previous ones I, I tend to make notes throughout this you know now we're able to watch them on the streaming so i've got things to talk about on here and things we can remember and th- there wasn't really an awful lot that i wrote in the first half because i mean should we, should we have a little uh, word about like shots and things like that because i think i think you've you've got some stats haven't you matt i think you mentioned them before uh, before we started recording, and it's you know we're just we're just not creating or we're not we're not getting into the right positions to create you know even shots on target.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think we've had eight shots on target, and to be honest, thinking back, I can't actually remember that many. So I think that's, that's been quite generous. I think, but you look at the stats; <laughs> we're obviously way down the the I think 18th or 19th in terms of shots on target, and you know even Grimsby have had more. And they've only played two games, which, <laughs> is, which is really. really- <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's great, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's it's just that we're not getting into those those areas. Um, I thought Taylor gave us that a little bit in the first half. I thought he was was trying to link the play and and move it forward, and nothing really came of it, and that was a bit of a shame because I think we were on top, but I, I just think yeah, it's I think it's obviously he said. Uh, being on the bench as well, he, he obviously weighed in with quite a few goals last season. Uh, I think it's only a matter of time before he, he gets back in, in the side. Um, I just I can't really work that one out at the moment because, you know, he clearly can score at this level. He's proven it. Um, why is he sat on the bench when, when we're struggling to even create chances? Um, I think the with we, we Loft up front. I think we've, we've mentioned it a couple of times that he does get a little bit isolated, and there's not really many players around him when he does win the ball or, or kind of flick it on. And again, hopefully Taylor will give us that. I think in the first half he, he did. Um, you know, he was picking up those loose balls and, and spraying it around quite nicely. Uh, but as you say, the, the tactical change sort of cost us on on that front. I'm not sure what was what was happening there because actually. I thought Spence and and uh, Vincent in the first half were, were playing really well. I think they were winning the ball back. I think they were they were really aggressive and on the front foot, and uh, they were probably having the best game as a as a partnership that that I've seen really. And to kind of switch that uh, half time and and drop Taylor back, I just I just didn't understand. And I think I am obviously Cox after the game said he, he was trying to get him. On the ball, facing facing their goal, which is which is all well and good, but I think that just kind of knocked the stuffing out of him, really, and uh, not the stuffing out of us. And um, I think we just need to create some chances when we're on top, um, because we, we've seen more, on more than one occasion this season, it's the first chance for the opposition, and when we find ourselves one down, and again you see that goal go in, and it's it's a mountain to climb, really, considering we're not getting the chances, we, we're not we're not we're not scoring when we do create the chances um and i think it was basically all over as soon as I hit the net
2: yeah we'll come on to that goal in a second let's just have a quick word on Tramir, because uh, i I'm, I'm with you i thought certainly first half they didn't really look anything you know really and i think i was expecting more certainly because you know the, uh, some of the players in their side i mean i like spearing of obviously ex-liverpool isn't it you know so they've got experience there uh, I, neil cox has i think he said afterwards didn't he that he's expecting Tramir to be sort of playoffs, sort of fifth or sixth. I'm, I'm not sure I would agree with that. But then again, you know, it, it, I think this year, is as much as anything, it's, it's been quite hard to judge because so far, as you said earlier on, I've, you know, I've seen all the league games this year. I've not particularly been impressed with anyone, you know. So it is hard to work out who's going to finish where, but I'm not sure that Tramir are a top six side. On
0: that evidence, no. Um, obviously, they've got some experienced players, Spearing, obviously, you mentioned there. I thought we kept him really quiet uh, for the majority of the game, really. Um, Vaughan, I mean, he always scores against us. You know what you're going to get there. Um But he's not going to chase lost causes. And I think if he does score goals, it's going to be pretty much the ones he did score, really. (laughs) Um, That's that kind of trademark Vaughan. And I think there were another poor side. I think uh, out of all the teams we've played, probably Port Vale would would be the pick of the bunch on on the evidence we've seen so far. But yeah, no kind of standout players as such. I thought there were another average average side. And I think we're going to see more of the same, really, um, this season. I don't think there's, there's going to be anyone... Uh, run away with it on on the evidence we've seen so far. Obviously, we, we've not played that many games, but um, but yeah, it was it was just disappointing because again, I thought it was it was there for the taking as it was against you know Crawley and and a couple of the other sides. So um, yeah, disappointing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you because certainly in the first half, I think, as we've mentioned, we didn't really do anything with it. But I think you'd definitely say we were the better side first half. So again, this goal quite late on, it's coming against the run of play, and it, it's down the right hand side, and it's he, sort of round, well, not not round, but it's sort of through Vincent. And I think O'Malley's there as well, uh, and it's passed nearly along the the line essentially. And then uh, I think it's Vaughan, isn't it? And he he's not, he doesn't round corner, but he just gets his foot past him, and it he just sort of hits it across the goal, and actually from where he is it's not a bad finish but i think i think
1: defensively all round three or four players it's just awful from us yeah it's it's dreadful um it, it's a nice it's a nice finish he sweeps it away quite nicely and I'm, he's done, he's done that time and time again in his career hasn't he he knows what he's doing he's got to the ball before the center back and he's got his foot there before him and he's just swept it around, sort of like around the corner and past watson and um, but it, I mean, from our point of view it's it's disappointing defending maybe not so much the ball into the box the way that's dealt with it's the fact that they've managed to get into that position to deliver it from the byline because you've got i think it's vincent isn't it and um you've also got uh hunter there and you know one of them should have been able to make the tackle and it's it's just they're just walking through us again and we've seen that before this season and it's not good enough we just we're just too we're too um we're too soft we've got too much of a soft underbelly and, and teams are scoring relatively simple goals Against us, I mean, I know it wasn't particularly a, a mistake by a defender, but it was just generally poor defended, unfortunately. And uh, it we sort of the, was the tale at Chami, wasn't it? Really, we we defended pretty terribly all game.
2: And at the moments where it happens in the game, it is it's quite deflating, isn't it? Because it is at key points. You know, you're doing you're doing so well in quotation marks in that first half, and then it's you, you know it's a bit of a sucker punch, isn't it? Because as you said earlier, it's, it's basically their first chance. Yeah, and I think that's that's the problem,
0: isn't it? And we've we've said for the last couple of weeks that first goal is pretty key. Um, either way, you know, if we, if we could manage to get get that first goal, then um, you know we've seen that we can kind of hold on to that. Obviously, um, albeit we were we were relatively lucky that day, and Watson made some fantastic saves to, to win us that. But um, we've done it. You know, we've we've got over the line when we've when we've gone a goal up. Um, but unfortunately, because of you know not many chances created. It just seems that as soon as the opposition get anywhere near our box, there's there's a goal, first chance to get. And um, we've, we've seen that, I think, pretty much every game this, this season. So um, we've just got to work on, on those things defensively. I just think we're a little bit naive and we are going to get that. Uh, obviously, the two full-backs, we, we've spoken about Hornshaw. He's not well, It's not his, his favoured position, is it? Full-back, he's doing a job there. Um, O'Malley... Very limited experience, obviously a um, couple of games in that position, uh, but that's it in, in Football League. And then obviously the, the two centre-backs as well, not really played that many games between them. So, um, yeah, we, we're young back there and unfortunately teams are going to gonna, gonna um, capitalise on these mistakes and especially a team like uh, Tranmere with, with that experience. Obviously Vaughan just needs one chance and it's in the back of the net. And unfortunately, Um, At the moment, we've not got that person at at the other end of the pitch that can maybe just just nick a goal where you expect the defender to to clear that or or the the team to kind of defend a little bit better. So uh, I think that's the difference at the moment.
1: Well, this this is going to be the story of our season, I I guarantee it. No cutting edge, sideways passing in in a very inexperienced and very soft defence and we will not win many games.
2: And then, of course, second half, this is where we have that tactical change and it's I think Tom knew he was saying this, and actually just side note on him actually. I thought yeah. he's a real highlight of these streaming things. I' thought this for a while actually with Humberside last couple of years, but in that co commentator role, he adds you know a lot of knowledge, a lot of um like match experience that I think it comes across really well, and I think he was saying this wasn 't he that it was almost like he was he'd done it to gear up for a substitution but you know that I think Dumbo Turan was the first one he didn't come on till I think was it 60 65 minutes something like that so you've got Taylor dropping backwards a little bit he's 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 deeper and it's almost a push I think as we said Vincent forwards but it it just I think it really hindered us I I, I can't quite get the thinking behind that one
0: well that's it I mean you look at his goal record he's We've been speaking about it earlier on. He he's done really well at Port Vale last year. Scored the goals in that kind of free role, attacking attacking midfield role. So you know, what do we do? We play him defensive midfield. You, know, you just you just couldn't make it up at the minute. But um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it really stifled us. It just didn't make sense because it wasn't as though. Spence and Vincent were getting overrun in there. I think they were they were controlling it quite nicely. Obviously, the goal knocked the stuffing out of us a little bit. But yeah, I think there was just no reason to do it. And if anything, you, you know, you want to get him on the ball, um, want to get him a bit nearer to loft and and kind of, um, if you like that that second striker at times. Obviously, he has to drop back and, and create a little bit as well. But yeah, I just think it was it was the wrong decision, unfortunately,
2: and um, it, it just killed the game for us, to be honest. They did, I mean, and we talk about the idea potentially being to add a bit more of an attacking threat or certainly get into the positions more. But as we said earlier, we're hardly having any shots on target. I think one of our eight from the season was in this game and it was that really tame effort from Hippolyte, wasn't it? So, I mean, if that's, that's what we're considering as the shot on target, it doesn't really bode well, does it?
0: No, no that's it. And again, I mean, Hippolyte, I, I don't know what to make of him really. I mean, I've seen him a few games now doesn 't really do anything wrong but but when he gets the ball I think he's, he's got to do a lot better I think he's he kind of gets so far and then he just checks back every time um why that is I'm not sure you know we, we've seen some highlights of him and all right you know he's, he's clearly his best bits over a period of time um, but when I saw those I thought you know we might have got a bit of a player here um score some goals takes people on and we've not really seen that I think we've not really seen him beat a man um, and We've not actually seen him try beat to man. I think it's, um, as I say, he, he seems to want to just drag the ball back or, or pass it sideways again. And unfortunately, at the moment, when we're not creating many chances, uh, I, I just don't see what his role is uh, in the side. I think Obviously, uh, defensively, yes, he, he'll probably help out um, O'Malley a little bit more than, than Issa would. But Issa just gives us a lot more. And I think Tom Newey, obviously, to go back to, to what you said, I think he, he did sum it up really well. As a fallback, which one would you prefer playing against? And and I think the answer would be Hippolyte. And uh, with Issa, you know, he came on, didn't didn't do a great deal. He had a few runs, didn't he? But um, it's difficult to get into a match like that. I think when we we're, were on the kind of back foot, they were creating some chances. They'd they'd kind of taken control of the game. Very difficult for Issa to come on and, and change it. And you know, we tried, but it, it wasn't the best performance. I just think moving forward, we, we've got to start him, and we've got to kind of. Um, play sort of our our better attacking players and, and try and create some chances because it's just going to be the same every week really if we don't
1: I don't really get it now I, <coughs> I, there's no reason why Issa shouldn't be starting there's there's nothing to hide behind anymore because as you said Hippolyte doesn't really do it in that position he's, and for me I, I'm not really sure why he refuses to take on the, the full back I, I don't know why he stops and passes back Do you back think and, he's fully fit yet? well i mean you'd think he would be by now i mean for for the start of the season no um, but now you would like to think you know we've played you know a few games of now so you'd think he'd be he fully fit. He's, he's had plenty of training time um, unless he's carrying an injury that we don't know about but you know we, we don't know that um, and yeah i'm not sure i think i think if he if he I don't know if it's a lack of confidence, if it's the instructions from the bench telling him not to go past, past, past the last defender or something like that. I don't know what it is, but he's not doing it, which means he doesn't really offer anything on the left side midfield. I mean, yes, he does. Def- he comes back and he defends and he does all right at that, which is absolutely fine, but that's not really why he's on the pitch. He's, he's there to create and get forward and to, to kind of supply some some ammunition for, for, for the loft and then the strikers. And I think that, at this point, there's there's really no excuse not to play Issa. I mean, he, he just has to start now because we're not creating anything, we're not doing anything. We're look, we're not looking very forward as a team. We're we're very sideways. Whereas Issa will break through lines and he'll he'll take players on, he'll create, he'll score. You know, pretty much guaranteed to do that uh, more than any other player in the team. Maybe other than Kev, but obviously Kev's injured. So I think I, I don't understand why he's he's, he's not playing. And, and if if he doesn't start the next the next league game then the manager's got some questions some some serious questions to answer on that i'm afraid
2: let's look at the next goal then that Tramier score because i think this is pretty much what finished the game off isn't it uh, and it's a it's actually a really nice ball into the box from uh, from them it's it's a great ball in and then watson i i don't know i would i'd would categorize it as a sort of either a, an attempted punch or a half punch
1: it's a slap isn't it I mean, yeah he, he
2: goes for it and it doesn't it just drops to Vaughan doesn't it and he, he's able to just slot it in you know and it's <laughs> it's as you were saying Matt it's not he doesn't really have to work for it does he it just falls to him and he just puts it away so it, and I think that was what really really killed the game so even though Trami were
1: on top they they were just deflated after that is, is that an assist from Watson <laughs> it, it might as well be
0: yeah I mean it, it was rubbish wasn't it I mean He's played so well um he 's obviously got his rest against man city but he 's played so well in the previous home game he's won us that game pretty much single handedly um and then unfortunately, for whatever reason, especially second half at at Tramere, it was it was the watson of of old really um you flapping, mean what? <laughs> flapping, well flapping at crosses um yeah just really poor and unfortunately, I think he he should have done better with that um Kind of, he, he just punched it into the wrong area as well. I think if he, I don't know, just not back into the box where 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 Vaughan's waiting to tap it in, unfortunately, and uh, that's where it went. And again, Vaughan's in the right place, um, and yeah, another another goal, and I think that definitely
2: killed it. Do you think that's a ball he should be going for? Because I think it's a position where a catch would be incredibly difficult and you've got to be really sure you're going to make that connection with the punch you know, to get it some distance out. And there is, there is a defender on. I know the striker's backing into him, but
1: there is a defender roughly there. He was never going to get there. <laughs> he, he should have stayed at M for that one, I think. Um, um, he, he shouldn't be going for that. I mean, if he should, he should be going for it more convincingly. He should be trying to catch it rather than just to try and reach around and kind of just slap the ball down. I don't it, think it's it, it a catching
2: situation there. No, he's uh,
1: it, it, it's, it's not got... There's, there's there's not enough about him to get a punch in that situation, so he's got to stay at him, And it's it's a bad decision to come for it. And then, well, you know, basically put on a plate for Vaughan. And it, it's just... It is massively disappointing. As you said, Mike had a really, really good game of the week. You know, probably our best player on the pitch. He wins us the game without a doubt. And then... But back to this.
0: That's it, and I, I think you're right. I think if he punches it, he, or if he if he's chosen to punch it, he's got to come through and and basically clear everyone out there, including including our player, and and get a firm connection on it. And in the end, you're right. He just slaps it down, and and it's it's a bit limp. And unfortunately, um, yeah, it it leads to a goal. I think you know it's it's wrong to just blame him. I think he could have done better. Um, but again. It's a, it's a tapping for Vaughan and there's kind of no one round him, so yeah,
2: nobody closed him down. Uh, no, that's
0: it so um yeah that it, it was unfortunate and I think after that as well, you saw kind of his performance there was a couple of crosses he came for, maybe spilled, and I think they they should have scored again from from one of them so um hopefully kind of erases that from his memory because uh, you know we need it we need a better performance
2: the uh, mean- weekend. Tramir could definitely have had a, at least two more really couldn't they i mean as you say there is that that drop cross and but for a block from corner nearly on the line i don't think he really knew much about it right. <laughs> that would have gone in there's also that that um the cross and is it for a free kick i think I can't, I can't remember it might have been a corner and there's there's two men there that are just completely bypassed our defense and it misses an absolute sitter of a header from like what is it four yards out and it's
1: like how has that gone over yeah, it, they should have had four. We should have got absolutely hammered, and we didn't. Um, and and it kind of i would say paper over the cracks because we still lost pretty, you know, poorly. But I think you know four nil probably would have been the the fair scoreline, and then we 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 wouldn't be as uh, we we'd be a bit less happy, wouldn't we? Let's be honest.
2: Yeah. Uh, Let's look forward then, shall we? Because as I say, there's not really an awful lot to discuss about Tramir. It's basically the same as what we've been saying. We we had the ball for a large amount of it. We didn't really do much with it. Caught half asleep on some of it and they just take advantage, don't they? Vaughan certainly took advantage. Going forward then, in actually a couple of days now, as, as this will go out, it's uh, Forest Green next. They're always a bit of a tricky side, aren't they? And then I think, is it Cambridge coming up as well next the week after that? So it's like it, a couple of tough games coming up.
0: Yeah, there is. And um, yeah, Forest Green the, the recruited quite well, I think, in the summer. I think they've had a fairly decent start, sort of mid-table. And then, yeah, Cambridge up there as well. So yeah, it's going to be... Um, it's going to be a tough couple of games. I think you look at the, the table, I don't know what you can take from that really at the moment. Obviously, Newport top. Um didn't think much to them when we played them. So, I think it's it's early, too early to kind of look at the table and make any judgment. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's two tough games coming up. Obviously, we did the double over Forest Green, I believe, last season. But Cambridge, uh, we, we struggled with. I think we got hammered away, didn't we? So, um, yeah, it's it's just it's one of those i think he he's got to look at his squad um we're likely to are we likely to get any movement out before then um, maybe the cambridge game because that that kind of deadline to move players on um is is getting closer for our our league so um yeah i think it's kind of the last opportunity for a number of players to kind of impress and, and prove that they um they're going to kind of be be part of cox's plans um so, yeah, I think that's, that's where we are
1: at the minute. These two, two difficult games against two teams that you would expect at the minute, probably to be in, in the kind of the playoff places. Um, so it's, it's a test and, and we've got a lot of games coming up. There is a bit of fixture congestion coming up as well, isn't there? So well, it's, it's a very difficult period for Cox. And to be quite honest, I'm quite concerned how we're going to deal with it. Because I can't see us getting much out of the next two games, I'm afraid. I'd like to be wrong, obviously, um, but I personally can't see it.
2: I think they moved, didn't the EFL move the kickoff times of some of the games actually coming up? To, I think in an attempt to ease congestion in a certain regard. I think it was at Cheltenham and Exeter, because I think I, I, off the top of my head that's what they were, but I'm not 100% sure on that.
0: Yeah, I think the, the Cheltenham game brought forward a couple of hours and I think the Exeter one they did as well. So I think the, the Cheltenham's a Tuesday night and I think that might be a six o'clock. And then I think Exeter they moved to a one o'clock or twelve o'clock kickoff, something like that, which I think it just helps with travel in and, and things like that, which you know, it makes sense. But you look at it and we've got six games between now and the end of the, the month. Um and you look at some of the, the games coming up sort of beyond Cambridge and we obviously got Cheltenham in there, um Doing okay and and had a good season last year. Exeter, you expect Exeter to be to be in and around the playoffs as well. And then we've got Salford, so you know you, look, God. Yeah. you look at that, you look at that run of six games, um, and yeah, you do start getting a little bit concerned because I think if we do lose those, and because they're kind of in quick succession as well, you can find yourself a number of points behind and and struggling. Um, you know, on the flip side, if we if we pick up a few points, we can we can move up the table. Um, but yeah, I think we've just got to get this get this um, get this sorted really, because we we just can't keep going on in, in the same way, and not creating chances and letting easy goals slip at the other end. Because I think we said a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, there's only one way one place you're going to end up if if that continues, um, and it's the wrong end of the table, unfortunately. Mm.
2: Right, let's keep this one relatively brief, I think. Let's start to wrap up, but just before we go, let's do a little bit of news from ourselves. So, Matt, you've, you've sort of taken the lead on this one. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about Fraud?
1: Yeah, so um, it's quite nice, actually, for the podcast to be able to announce a, uh, to announce a, a grassroots partnership with uh, AppFROD FC, um, obviously based at um, Brumby Hall in in, in Scudthorpe, near the pods. Um, and we've kind of come to an agreement that... Um, any Scunthorpe United season ticket holders can get into um, up front home games free of charge. Um, and I believe their last home game, they had around 300 fans. So uh, that's pretty good, that, I think. Um, so, you know, th- th- there's actually fans in the ground at the minute, you know, despite COVID. You, obviously, you can't go and watch Scunthorpe. But if you want, you can go and watch a, a game of grassroots football. Um, With that prod, so it's it's worth checking out, and also um, something else that they're quite keen for us to just let let fans be aware of. <clears throat> uh, they um, they run a quite a popular Saturday morning club, um, which started again last Saturday after after obviously there was a bit of a, a freeze from COVID where. You know, kids can go down for free and and be coached by um, FA level one coaches. So um, it's, it's quite popular. That's around the back of Redburn Club. So if you want to check that, out, if you've got any any kids who you know <laughs> who are interested in getting in football and for whatever reason, then it's, it's definitely worth checking out. There is more information on on the Ambry website as well on the the article we uh, published. You know, a few days ago. So you should definitely check it out. And you know, there'll be a little bit more for, more about that to come on on the podcast as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely and thank you very much for listening to this one as i said forest green next week uh so actually as you listen to this there'll be another episode fairly soon uh, because obviously we're recording this one a little bit later uh there's going to be a stats episode going up within the next ooh, i think four or five days for patreon members uh and he's got another great topic for us this time so it'll be it'll be a good episode for sure uh but again thank you very much for listening to this and we'll see you on the next one